You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. My name is Courtney. My name is Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison of the Double X Files. Allison, I I miss you. I miss you. I, it's there's such a distance between us lately. I, I just I don't Usually guys, we record this, you know, right next to each other and sometimes our like feet touch. They and do. We're usually on someone's bed. Um but currently, I'm in my jam jams on my couch, and there's like 10 feet of snow outside. Yeah, I'm in my jam jams in front of my, my computer. And how much snow do you have over there? Oh, decent amount. So if, if this podcast is just like one of us talking, something went horribly wrong. Something went horribly <laughs> wrong, and we're no longer speaking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? We wouldn't. That would never happen. No, never. Never. Because we are cursed to do this podcast. And if one of us quits, then that's it. Yeah, then I guess all of our friends and family and loved ones die. Now, yeah, is that the end of the curse? I think that's what it is. What did we agree to? <laughs> if we break the curse, then yeah. not everyone we love will die. I think that's what we said. Oh, God. I don't know if I agreed to that, Chris Carter. Well, it's very dark, isn't it? Yeah. Much like this yeah. episode. Much like, oh, yes. So, Alice and I usually watch episodes together, and I guess we get a little distracted. Yes. This is, yeah, this is the first time we watched them separately. How was that experience for you? I was still very confused. I was still very confused, too. I thought it was going to be because we talked the way, all the way through that, like, I, I would get more of it because I was by myself, all by myself, with my dinner, so sadly watching X-Files in my jam jams. <laughs> By myself but i still didn't understand in yeah fact, no it got very confusing about halfway through and in fact yeah i actually put little stars in my notes to kind of signify where i what i don't understand oh good and we could talk it out yes we'll do that let's do that why okay. don't we go through the netflix description allison okay season three episode 10 the episode title is 731 and the Netflix description is, Mulder becomes trapped aboard a train rigged with an explosive device. Skelly searches for the truth behind the government's secret experiments. <laughs> that bomb, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I oh can't believe that was God. a real thing. <laughs> okay. So what? let's go back to predictions, right? Yeah. Um, what now? So every episode, at the end of every episode, Allison or I make a prediction of what's going to happen next because we have no idea. What was the prediction you made for this episode, Allison? Oh, gosh. I said there'd be some kind of tra chase on the train, like down the corridors. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, don't think there you... was, really. No. Did you, like, was there a, did you mention a murder train? Oh, I did. No, I did. Remember? I, um... I said there would be a murder on the train and they had to solve it. I think you did. Yeah, I think I definitely get half a point for that. 
I think you did. Yeah. And then I laughed at you, right? Because I'm you like. You did. You're like, that'll never that'll happen. That'll never happen. But it happened, guys. It definitely there, happened. There was a murder mystery on this train. It was a dinner theater. Oh, oh God, God. It was bad. It was so bad. Um, now, so you get a half point. Was yeah. there any other predictions or do you forget? I forget. Okay. Well, we'll give you a half point. <laughs> so, that's easy then. Perfect. Um, so you have a half, no, you have a point and a half. Yeah. And I have a half point. Yeah, exactly. I'm well, one point up on you good still. Good job. Well, this is going to be my week. I'm going to predict so good. Okay. <laughs> Can we talk about, um, what happened during this cold open? Yeah. I, my first note says, this is very bad. This is bad. I made a Henson brother joke. Okay. An umbop. Mm, oh, those Hanson brothers. Yeah. Well, what other Hanson brothers are there? The hockey ones from from Slapstick. Are they the Hanson brothers? I thought they were. I thought they were like, really? Yeah. I mean, okay, let's Unless go with I'm, that. I'm just super cray. I like the Mbop song, but... How, now, tell me, how did this mbop goof kind of fit into the, the milieu of this cold open? I need to understand because right well, now I am not understanding. Uh, well, okay. So you have army guys. Mm-hmm. And they're going right through the, the gate. Yeah. And on the gate, it says, Hanson Brother Mbop Factory. Okay. And that's where they put the bops and the ums. Oh, right? God. Right? Yeah. That's a good, good goof. That's a good goof. But, but see, I wrote that down, Allison, and then the alien, like, genocide happened. Yeah. So, really, the egg's on your face. <laughs> and then I decided maybe that's not the best way to joke about this cold open. Yeah. So, so I'm glad this is just a practice recording, right? Oh, no, I'm not publishing this at all. <laughs> we could just cut that. Yeah. Because it never happened. Anyway. I, well, I wrote pajama aliens, so <laughs> felt pretty bad after that. And there was little alien squeaks, too. Did you hear their little yeah. alien squeaks? That, were, that, that was really weird and, like, dehumanizing if they are humans. I'm still confused. I'm still really confused about... Anyway, there was a bunch also, of aliens. They're supposed to be like super soldiers. Where, what? Like By Captain the end America? Of the episode, they're supposed to be like like these alien human hybrids were like super soldiers that could withstand uh to quote the episode Star Wars and the atomic <laughs> bomb. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Thank God. But um okay. but that you know, they just like run around squeaking. Yeah, they kind of ee, 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 ee. And they're in. I apologize if that is very painful. And they were in pajamas too. Yeah, they were wearing pajamas. Like us. Like us. Kurt. Oh my God. Oh God. All right, wait. Are, are the aliens an analogy for us? Yes. Oh God. Oh God. Well, I mean, they're dead. Yeah. So does that mean we get sweet relief soon? From the X-Files. We can only hope. (laughs) Anyways, these aliens are in pajamas. Yeah. And they get rounded up. They get rounded up. And they get mass murdered. And I wrote, can we not do this? Yeah, I wrote, um. 
guys, can we not just, can we not do this? Can we just not? Please can we just take harder. a rain check and do something else? I feel like we keep doing this and it keeps being bad and we just keep going with it. We just keep rolling on the old alien genocide train and we don't need to. <laughs> like concentration camps, right? Yeah, like uh, mass graves, right? We really need Chris Carter's commentary on on concentration camps. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's that's an experience that's so central to his identity. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think we really need to hear what he has to say on the subject. <sighs> uh, well. Fuck me. Well, as the uh, opening credit stated, apology is policy. Yes. So when do we get our apology in the mail? Yeah. Like. Because I haven't gotten any letters from like. No. One, two, three, four, five, shitbird street. Like, let me look through my mail. Which I assume is where he lives. Let me look through my mail like right now. Okay. Um, Okay. So I've got got a McDonald's flyer. Mm. Um, I've got. Some bills, am I right? Pills, bills, bills. Uh, oh, oh, no. Allison, you know, I feel really stupid now. I do have a letter from Chris Carter. Oh, what? I better, yeah, I guess. What I does just, it say? Uh, here, I let me open get it. one. I, well, maybe this is, oh, see, it's to you and me. Okay, together. okay. He just thinks we live together. <laughs> I mean... If you if you listen to the podcast, I would assume we live we live together too. That's fair. Um. So okay. <clears throat> Dear Courtney and Allison of the Double X Files. Mm-hmm. Hi, my name is Chris Carter, and you may not believe it, but I'm a big fan of your podcast. Oh, that's that's weird. Is that is that weird? Because I feel like we just shit on him all the time. So that's actually kind of nice to hear that. In fact, he says, I like to put on my, oh, oh, uh, uh, oh, Allison. Oh, no. Allison. Allison. Did it take a turn? He, he, he really likes our episodes. Like. Oh, no. He likes them in a, in a, in a naughty way. Oh, God. Like they're, the punishment is pleasing towards him. Is is what it says in his letter. He's been a bad daddy. (laughs) He actually signs it, love your daddy. No. I'm sorry. I'll throw this away right away. Burn it. (laughs) I'm sorry. Salt and burn it. (laughs) Because Carter, this is not the apology that the policy has promised us. Chris Carter, get your hand out your pants when you listen to this podcast. <laughs> like, I thought I thought we were gluttons for pain, but I guess he is too. Oh, just like straight jerking it. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> well, you know, like, that's what we can do now, right? Jer- jerk it? Well, I, I mean, uh, like, we're not in the room with each other, so, uh, like, oh. I... Uh, assumed that well okay well let me um why don't you go through the next part i'm gonna clean up a little bit okay that sounds good mm-hmm. oh god what happened next um oh yeah so uh, Mulder's on top of the train i just was praying that he would get beanoed by a branch <laughs> just struck right off of there i think we all were did not happen <laughs> what a shame 
Uh, Scully, on the other hand, is chatting with Daddy Double Tap, and he is not fucking around. No, he's getting sassy with he her. Whips a gun out. No, she whips a gun she out. She whips it, and then he takes it, right? He fucking, like, grabs it. He grabs it. And now I would like to note just the beautiful work that has gone into his facial hair. Oh, I didn't notice. Tell me about his facial hair. there is a shot that just, like, perfect, perfectly frames his muzzle. And, um, <laughs> his, his like, what? the top arc, the mustache, is uh-huh. all black hair. Um, and then the bottom, uh, the goatee, is just, like, perfectly grayed salt and pepper. Ooh. Do you think he uses just for men mascara to get that that bushy mustache just so so coal black? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I can appreciate that. Me too. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. good. I like it. It's a good. It, that's good. Okay. Well, that makes me happy. But you know what doesn't make me ha- happy? What? Bad continuity. Yeah. Like what? Well, okay. So we have the confrontation with Scully and Daddy, mm-hmm. and Mulder's Daddy, Daddy yes. Double Tap. Yeah, and then, so the last time we saw Mulder on top of the train, oh, I would say, like, not accounting for daylight savings time, maybe three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, like, the next shot is is nighttime. Yeah. It is, it is dark. Well, see, the thing is, he's actually moving across the country. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So it they're that doesn't make sense because they're going no, west. They they are going well. I can't defend you this time, Carter. You straight goofed. <laughs> you straight goofed. Yeah. Or 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 Mulder's just been on top of the train for like four hours. That's very possible. Just kind of hunkered down, reading an Archie comic. He's really cold. Just hanging around. Do you think like he gets hungry? So he like loops his feet into some sort of like leather strapping that's on top of the train and just lowers himself into the dining car and takes like hamburgers from unsuspecting diners. Oh God, yes. And now there's like a a theory that there's like a a hunger ghost. Just taking a sip of a milkshake here. Scoop of ice cream there. Yeah. It's like very, it's very like 1990s movie with a monkey in it. (laughs) Monkey on a train. Uh, Dunstan checks in. What? Dunstan checks in. Into a train. Yeah, into a train. Dunstan checks into a train. Yes. And he, but Eats instead a of, hamburger from someone's hands. And instead of an orangutan, it's a human man. It's Mulder. It's Mulder. Yeah. Well, wrote that movie. Uh, Courtney, I want you to tell me about your absolute favorite character in this episode, because I believe he is about to appear. You mean... The excitable train boy? Yes, the very good train boy. <laughs> he's very, for number one, he's very small. Yeah, he is very small. Uh, number two, he, I feel like the train conductor career, he's just not cut out for. Yeah, like I feel like that's not really his aptitude. No, I think he wanted to be a detective or something else much cooler. Yeah. But he just didn't pass police school. I think my favorite part is when Mulder like gives him the gun and he's like, No, sir, I'm just a conductor. I don't know how to gun. (laughs) That's my favorite and also least favorite part. So here's what happens. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, Excitable Train Boy uh, is... 
uh, the conductor of the train. Correct? Yeah. He's the conductor. He's the conductor. And Mulder's like, I'm an FBI agent. This train is... Something is on it. Arrested. <laughs> and so, but here's a gun. Why does he... Okay, why does he give our train boy a gun, Okay, though? he gives the train boy the gun because he wants the train boy to, if the scientist comes back... Yeah. Uh, kind of, like, just keep him in one place, right? Okay. So oh. the, the route that he wants to take to doing that is for the conductor to hold up a gun and say, get down on the floor, man. Wait, wait, wait. I have a question about trains. Yeah. Shouldn't the conductor be driving the train? Well, now, I was confused about that. Is the conductor <laughs> the driver of the train? Because he also at some point says something about an engineer. Oh, who who's driving so this does, train? Does the conductor drive the train? Or does he conduct driving the train? Now, okay, I see. If you <laughs> we have a lot of train questions. If you Google conductor, you get one who conducts, especially A, one who is in charge of a railroad, train, bus, or streetcar, or B, music, one who directs an orchestra or other such group. So he orchestrates the train moving forward? I think what it is, is that the conductor is the man who collects the tickets and kind of organizes the train. He's a train organizer. Or, or he uh, is neither. Okay. He, our train boy, has it does not actually work on the train. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. What, could you expand on that concept? Could you yeah. unpack that a little yeah, for me? Yeah, yeah. He... He really wants to work on trains uh-huh. uh, since he was a little boy. and But you know what? They don't take people with flat feet. They don't? No, because you got... Well, Allison, okay. I know you're not a driver. But, no. like, there's two pedals in a car. Mm-hmm. A go pedal and a stop pedal. Okay, I'm I'm familiar with that concept. Okay, good. Uh, so when you want to stop, you hit the stop pedal. Yeah. But I could imagine, like, for a train, the stop pedal has to be really big, right? Well, now that leads me to a question that I've been forming as you've been speaking, um, and that is, do trains have pedals? Yeah. How else do they go? Okay. That's a fair question. I so, don't have an answer. So you, if you have flat feet, you can't push the pedals. Is that true? Yes. And my grandpa worked for the CN Railway. Oh, okay. You so, sound like an authority. I, I am. And so if you have flat feet, can't work on the railway, and our little boy, our, our soft train boy, he has flat feet. So he just goes on trains a lot. Okay. And he, and he wears a little uniform. But he doesn't actually do anything. No, he just really likes trains. Um, I'm trying to think of an analogy. Yeah, like, like. If you like Superman, you go to comic conventions and dress up like Superman. Yeah. And, okay, but so you're he's not a, Superman. He's not a train employee so much as he's a train aficionado. <laughs> That's the word I'm looking for. So oh. Mulder has given this train aficionado, who's not a professional at all, a gun. Well, now, see, I really like this, the way you sort of flip the script. Um, because I it know, could I'm be... a writer and a comedian. 
Okay. It, it could be that Mulder is coming up to a train conductor saying, oh, I'm an FBI agent. But normally in that situation, the conductor would be doubting Mulder whether yeah. he's really an FBI agent or not. Yeah, that's um, But right. in this case, it's the conductor who's not really that <laughs> thing. Yeah. He's not a train professional. Yeah. Yeah. He's a train aficionado. He's a train fanboy. <laughs> he's, he's a locomotophile. Oh, God, no. That's probably a thing. Oh, I'm almost certain that somebody's fetish. I kind of want to Google it, but I kind of don't want to. You're going to find a train with massive b- boobs. And also, a, a just a, well. Do you want to p- just Google sexy train for me? <sighs> yeah, I, I'm going to do that right now. Can okay, you tell yeah. about our uh, our other favorite boy, please? Oh, do you mean Doogie Howser, MD? Yeah, I sure do. <laughs> so if you guys remember, in the first part of this two-parter, we were introduced to a boy named Doogie Howser, MD. He works with Scully and is kind of a, like a technical liaison. Like, he knows about the internet and, like, how technology works and, like, yeah. megabytes. And um, he, so she tries to get him to uncode is it the chip that was in her that they're looking at? Yeah, they're still looking yeah, at that Because Daddy, Daddy Double Tap tells her, like, if you want to know, like, that chip can tell you so much more than I can. So they're, they're looking at that, and he says a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't mean anything, like techno babble. Um, yeah. And then she's like, thanks, keep it up. And he's like, no, you keep it up. <laughs> my, 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 my dick. My dick. <laughs> my, my dick. I met, I met my dick. Um, Allison, yeah. after, I feel really, um, I feel sad because oh. I feel like I've let you down. Why? You, oh, no, never mind. I found it. Um, uh, <laughs> I was going to say I didn't find a sexy train. Oh. Uh, but right when I was saying that, um, well, uh, just, uh, why don't you take a look at your chat box? That, oh, uh, no. I mean, use an incognito. Oh, shit. It's not, like, well, if you could see what I saw. It, it, uh, well, I can see that in the link it says, Wonders of Car Lips by Half Dude. <laughs> so, I just, I do have so many questions. <laughs> but this is for a different podcast. Yeah, that's our... That's our sexy train cast. But on, on, <laughs> choo too. Yeah, it's called heat conductors. <laughs> I actually am disappointed with the amount of the lack of amount of um, anthropomorphic trains? trains. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. There's planes. Yeah, there's a lot of planes. Oh God, that there's a lot of planes. There people are people like a sexy plane. I mean, these planes like. So I'm looking at planes now. Yeah. This, uh, uh, and uh, oh, I'll I'll send you a couple that I um, okay I, I have found. Um, I just like have a lot of questions. Like yeah, that's fair. I like planes are angled, but these have oh no, these have curves. It's got like a beak though. <laughs> Are we going to have to post this to nope. our website so nope. that everyone can see it? Nope. Just Google sexy planes. Okay. This is a podcast. Oh, I think we found the flaw in us not doing this together in the same place is that we can dick around on the internet as much as we want. That's the best part. <laughs> can stop. I can 
wash my mind of what's going on in the X-Files with sexy planes. They're okay, but their tailpipes are like, up their butt. That yeah, that's like their buttholes. <laughs> is their exhaust pipes where they're they're like the flames come out. My favorite part is how coy they look. Yeah, they do look very coy, but they also look like a pair of unfeathered geese. <laughs> what kind of geese are you looking at? Ge- geese with just massive bazongas. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad we covered our two favorite boys. And our favorite types of vehicles. And our favorite types of sexy vehicles. Oh, I will say that one thing we did love about this is yep. that after he says, no, you keep it up to Scully, she walks away and he says to himself, what a doof. <laughs> oh, do you want to hear my theory about this guy? Yeah, please. Uh, he's Charlie Scully. Um. Yeah. I got some problems with that. Well, no, no, no. I think you're just seeing it like when he says what a doof. You think that he's hitting on her. I I do think he's hitting on her when he says, no, you keep it up. (laughs) And says, comma, my dick. My dick. (laughs) And you're saying that this is her long lost brother, Charlie Skelly. Yeah, yeah. But just listen. So uh, he is degrading himself because he's like, I could have told her the truth. Okay. I, I could. This could have been my moment, and I just like a doofus. I just let her walk away. So instead of saying "keep my dick up," he could have said, "I'm your brother." Yeah. And also, please keep my dick up. <gasps> but Allison, okay, okay, okay. It goes further. Allison, okay. what if Charlie Scully is implanting those things into Scully? What? So she You've comes lost to me. him. So she comes to him to check out what it's all about. Oh, my God. This gave me so many more questions. (laughs) I mean, I can answer all of them. Okay, please do. Um, Why does this episode happen if she already knows who implanted them in her? No, she doesn't. Only Charlie Scully does. So that's how he knows everything, but she doesn't know that he did it. Yeah. Yeah. And how did he get control of the train car and the private railway? Um, and how does he know the Japanese guys? And, ooh. like, what does he have to do with that, um, like, concentration camp? Um, He was in an anime club in university. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's where we're going. So, you know, the anime club, that's World War II. The anime, that's World War II. Oh, Hitalia Axis Powers? I. How do you know that? Um, I know a lot of things. <laughs> I've never read it, but I just happen to know what it's called. Can I confess something to you? Yeah, sure. Um, I feel like an old because mm-hmm. on my Tumblr, there is a, uh, anime. Yes. About, uh, ice skating? Yeah, there is. It's called Yuri on Ice and it's super good. Do you watch it? I watched it all this weekend. Now, okay, I have a question for you. Yes. And you have to be honest. Okay. Are they all super gay? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I was hoping for. That's the whole point of it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, uh, guys, stop watching the X-Files and start watching that? Yeah, it's really, it made me feel so many feelings. Really? Yes. You're not, like, goofing or anything. No! 
You know what? Any made... media with like actual homosexual re- representation makes me feel everything. That is very, very, very true. Wow. I learned something today. The, <laughs> that you're more of an old than I am? Yeah. That's fair. Well, hey, I have a note here I don't understand and I might be jumping ahead. Okay. Um, But it says, don't touch that boy with your body hands, please. <laughs> um, uh, well, so I've got Scully going to the death camp. Yeah, I think this happens after that. Because like, slightly before I've written Scully versus the ghouls and then Jesus. Yeah. Well, let's, we can talk about the, we can talk about that then. Let's talk about the ghouls. Yeah. I should call them ghouls. That's mean. Yeah, that's super mean. I wasn't going to call you out or anything, but they have leprosy. They do. Okay. I'm just going to come straight out and say that I'm familiar with the symptoms of leprosy. And I don't know that the makeup artist did an amazing job if they were trying to be realistic. They just look like they really needed some lotion. Yeah. I mean, the, the sores that they have on their faces would kind of um, suggest that their disease is to a point where they would have already begun kind of losing cartilage in their facial yeah. areas, especially their noses. Yeah. Um. So I found it surprising. Well, I found a lot of things surprising. That's fair. Uh, so, so Scully goes... To, okay, here's my first question. I put a star by this. Okay. Where is Scully... How did she know how to get there? Ah, okay. I think I can answer that. <gasps> what? Uh, Skelly's in Perky, West Virginia. Perky? Perky. Like, as in nipples? Well, it's P-E-R-K-E-Y. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, as in nipples. Okay. Um, and uh, something to do with Doogie House. Doogie Hauser told her how to get there or to go there because it's charlie scully and he's setting everything up okay yeah no you got it i am i'm 100 percent in on this theory okay good because that's our new thing now okay okay great that that charlie scully wants to fuck his sister and also he implanted something in her neck no not the other thing what (laughs) i mean i liked flowers in the attic as much as the next gal but like come on and how do you feel about Game of Thrones? Uh, I don't understand anything about Game of Thrones. I know. I know that. I know <laughs> that about you. There's okay. just so many with the same name. Yeah, that's very true. There is. Um, when does... does so Can we talk about the train murder? I want to talk about the train murder. Yeah, well, that's what I noticed about... Okay, so um, Mulder goes into the bathroom and he finds a scientist and the scientist is dead. Yes. And he touches the scientist, you know, to make sure he's dead. Yeah. Uh, and then he, he opens flips the door. Over. He, sorry, he flips over the scientist. Yeah. And there's a bloody neck. And he's like, oh, this guy's for sure dead. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a mom and a kid walking yeah. by. So, and then as he's like, oh, no, he just, like, got motion sick. Just keep going. He, like, caresses the child's head. <laughs> I missed that he, part. Like, was just touching a dead body? <laughs> so that's oh, you got- why I wrote, don't touch that boy with your body hands, please. That all oh, we solved that mystery. But, oh god. But now Mulder has a mystery. Yes. On a train. He's got a train mystery. And that's very exciting. 
It is. But what? Okay. And I think I, I we, even though we watched this separately, we still kind of texted back and forth. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I texted you is how the beautiful train mystery, uh, the juxtaposition of that with the alien mass graves. Yeah. Was just beautiful. Yeah. It that was, was a real. It was a real. It was that, that actually that shot disturbed me more than anything because you know that they did that very specifically from based on shots from the cow or or any other death camp like yeah or even like from eastern europe yeah or or yeah the gulag or that shot is is definitely referenced in our history and when you make it about like aliens chris carter it's not cool no and like just to be not funny for a minute yeah no no go no i'm not being funny this is not your story to tell chris carter yeah. it's really not your piece of history to like pull on and make it about aliens and like oh no they're not telling us the truth like it's just it's really not yours please stop please like like that the fact that i i have the feeling that whoever wrote or directed this and chose that shot specifically to mirror mm-hmm. things we saw in newspapers and and textbooks and like everywhere. Yeah. And when you make a choice like that, like how dare you? Yeah, and you can't even really argue that it's not about that. The episode is called 731. It's a direct reference to like an actual World War II atrocity. And it's and the weird thing is this is the B plot, Allison. Yeah. Like this isn't even the main thing. This isn't the main issue. It's like a throwaway thing. Yeah. Cause we have the wacky train adventure on the other side. Can like, I read you something depressing? Yeah. Uh are are you on Wikipedia? I am. Okay, do it. This is the X Files um Wikipedia page for this episode. Not the X sorry, the Wikipedia page for this episode of the X Files. Yeah. Um, it says, 25 masked actors, mostly children, laid over prop bodies for the scene with the mass grave. I kind of figured... Well, okay. I knew that, like, the children would be dressed up in that mass shooting. Yeah. But the fact... Why would you... Okay. Why do you need actors? Yeah. To be in that mass grave? Like, what use is that? Just stuff them. <laughs> Oh, God. Or just not do it at all. Yeah, just don't do it at all. Oh, my God. No, yeah, that was, like, genuinely... I think you you and I are both pretty uh, interested in history. We both really read a lot about history. You have to teach it. Yep. I am just generally interested in it. Um, Recently, I read a really good book called War Hospital about... um. A hospital in Bosnia during the Bosnian War. Yeah. Uh, and it talked a lot about like about actual mass graves and, and how the people yeah. in them came to be there. And it was really upsetting to read. And it's even more upsetting to see it. Like I know he's this show is trying to do something serious is obviously trying to make a real point. But, but it is but so yeah. hollow. And when it's not even the main point of the episode. Yeah. Like, it's just almost a throwaway thing. 
Yeah, it's just like, oh, this is something that also happened. It's not great. No, it really fucking sucks, honestly. And then, and then that's it. Like, that's, like, Scully gets caught by these army guys. I don't know why they're there. And shoots her little friend there. And... Well, they're there because they're, I guess, some... She wandered into this place. And they either were tipped off to the fact that she was there or they went back to, like, finish the job. To find the guys who were hiding underneath the floorboards. Yeah. <sighs> okay, now I have a question. Yeah. How did she find uh, Oliver Platt? Oh, yes. He found her. Well, how? He was just waiting in the, like, the research facility, as they call it, for her. So the army guys took Scully back to the army they didn't center. yeah they she she didn't go no they were oh. always in that camp oh did she was she did she lose the army guys then no that's where they brought her they brought her to oh. him that's kind of weird why did they bring her to him uh i don't know okay so i say oliver platt there there's a man who is who he's oliver platt you guys i call i called him newt gingrich that was also very very good uh, and he basically explains to Scully, like, he explains the whole deal. Yeah, he just tells her, like, oh, apparently, according to the Wikipedia page, he's called, called the First Elder, which is, like, fucking weird. Um, uh, that's weird. Yeah, I like I don't Oliver love Platt. That. I calls him as I see him, and he's Oliver Platt. <laughs> I calls him like I see him. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he just starts telling her about, I guess he's trying to kind of feed her this story that, this um is uh, a Hansen's disease research facility, aka a leper colony. Yeah. Um, a real thing that really existed yep. in the world. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Although Hansen's disease is now largely curable. Um, and uh, so that's sort of his story, I guess, as to why these aren't aliens or or alien hybrids, as Mulder comes to believe they are. Yeah. I and do we know who he is or who he works for or whatever? No, no, we don't. We don't. Can we I no tell idea. you an interesting thing about about Hansen's disease? Um, that kind of underscores why the makeup is so crazy. Well, do you want to save it? Why don't you save it for your your little speech afterwards? Oh, I don't. Okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call it a speech. I mean, you you prepared a speech, right? Um, like to our to our listeners. Um, like I promised them, this is like the State of the Union. The Double X Files Union. <laughs> That's just, but you you realize it's just you and me in that union, right? Yeah, it's it's an unholy union. <laughs> it's a room. <laughs> okay, can we talk about the bomb? Let's talk about that stupid fucking bomb. Okay, so I think we had called this man the visually German man. Yeah, I said he was visually very German uh, last episode, but we came up with a new name for him. Uh, this is this is Dennis Hopper. Yeah, it's Dennis Hopper. Because now I know it doesn't look like Dennis Hopper. That's not that's beside the point, honestly. Yeah, it's he's spirit spiritually Dennis Hopper. Because what he tells Mulder is there's a b b b b bomb on the train. Uh, there's a b b b b b bomb on this train. <laughs> oh, and and when is it gonna explode, Allison? 
it could explode at any time. Especially, oh, no. If oh. it goes over 60 miles an hour. I got it. Thank you. Nailed it. Thanks. Got there eventually. <laughs> you texted me that joke. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why we did the whole Dennis Hopper thing. <laughs> Can't even land my own fucking jokes, man. Jesus. Okay. Well, there's a bomb on the train. And now Pop Quiz Hot Shot. How do we stop it? And okay, I'm pretty sure Chris Carter wrote this episode because it suffered from the same really weird um, dialogue as... Oh, questions was, on questions on questions? Yeah, that yeah. was very evident in the revival. Like, where's the bum? I don't know. Is you, it on the train? Where do you think it is? Is it on the train? You're probably right. And actually, Scully and her leper friend did the same thing. No, Scully and Oliver Platt did the same thing. Yes. I actually wrote down that script. Do you want me to read it to you word for word? Please do. What did they expose these people to? Terrible things. What kind of terrible things? Pause. Have I been exposed? I don't know. Who knows? Let me show you. Like, come on. Come on, guys. (laughs) Try harder. So bad. So, 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 so bad. Okay. Well, there's a bomb. And... Uh, Scully uh, calls, wait, who does Scully, how how does Mulder talk to Scully on a phone? Whose phone is that? The phone belongs to the man from the NSA, visually German man, a.k.a. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Um, who they kind of get, does he meet him in the the train car? Uh, The surgery car? Yeah, yeah, they're in the they're in the car. They're the alien car. Yeah, and he kind of has like piano wire around Mulder's neck, and then um, the squirrely conductor is holding the gun. Oh, that at was him. very cute. Yeah, yeah and then our... he just like runs out the door and locks. <laughs> <laughs> he he was a bright spot in our episode, wasn't he? I love he? that man. Yeah, he's so good. I'm not. I don't know how a trade works. I, uh, <laughs> I'm just a I'm just a locomotophile. I don't know anything. He saved the day. He did kind of save the... Well, he also locked Mulder into a room with an actual bomb, which should never have existed. Like I said, he saved the day. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Good work, man. Good work. Oh, uh, boy. So, but, okay, but who, how... So the phone belonged to the man from the NSA. I don't remember who called who. I think Oliver Platt called Dennis Hopper. And then... Oh, but how yeah. do they know each other? He did because Mulder was trying to type in the code, which would have made the train car explode. And then he stopped because he heard beeping. And the beeping was coming from Dennis Hopper's jacket. He said, it's you. Give me the phone. And Dennis Hopper gives the phone to Mulder. And Mulder answers. And it's Oliver Platt. And Oliver Platt says, hey, just a second. Someone wants to talk to you. And he hands it to Scully. So, like, how do they know each other? They're in cahoots. Tell me that story. Well, I think they're all part of the same, like... As we find out at the end of the episode, like Ronald Reagan, kind nope, of not Ronald Reagan, ghost know, of Ronald Reagan. No, we know who really runs this joint now. Charlie Scully. Char Charlie Scully. Yep. Yeah. Checks He's out. Gonna nail his sister. What? What? No, God. <laughs> <laughs> Forget I said anything about Charlie Scully. In fact, oh, I can't now. In fact, Allison, just like go through this entire episode and just edit out every time I say Charlie's going. But leaving all the parts where I say he wants to fuck his sister. <laughs> and just beep it all out. <laughs> beep. 
No, I won't be doing that. <laughs> yeah, because it's a Friday or it's a Monday night, and this goes up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be some dirty editing. Oh boy. Okay, can I point something out that yes, also please. infuriated me? Yeah. So somehow Mulder and Scully are on the phone talking, yeah. chatting, and they find the bomb. It's in the ceiling. And Scully says that Oliver Platt told her that there's like Ebola on the train? Hemorrhagic fever. Is that the same thing? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Let's say it is. I don't know. Anyway, so. It is, it's not. Oh, yeah, it is. Ebola oh. is a hemorrhagic fever. So not all rectangles are squares? Yeah, but some squares are rectangles. What? Wait. No. Nope. Flip what? those. Flip flip it. And flip reverse the thing it. Down, flip it and reverse it. Yeah. We know math. Um, okay. So Scully's like, don't worry. I have a plan. We're going to get you. All, all, all the people are going to get off uh, and also walk off the train. Yeah. And uh, then we're going to get the bomb squad in there. Yeah. And they have like an hour, 45, eight, like uh, an hour, 50 minutes left. So yeah. that's plenty of time. That's two. two episodes of the X-Files, so it's a fucking lifetime. <laughs> but, but Mulder is like, oh, Scully, you're breaking up. Sorry. Uh, why doesn't Mulder want the bomb squad? Because uh, she tells him to get off at the next stop. Yeah. Or to get the train to stop at the next stop. And he knows yeah. it'll be a populated area and he doesn't want the bomb to go off there. But... It doesn't seem like it had Ebola on the train anyway because they're fucking like running away from the train as it explodes. No, I the idea I think is that the alien is supposed to the alien that's on the train has hemorrhagic fever and it can spread it to everyone. But it didn't spread anyways after it exploded anyways. Well, no cuz he blew up. But if they're worried about blowing up in a populated area, then it would just be an explosion. So Yeah, and the explosion would be bad. It would hurt people. I guess. But but then you have a bomb squad. I you don't know. You know what, Courtney? What? You're right. This whole show is fucking stupid. He just has this like hero boner like, no, I'm yeah. gonna sacrifice myself. What bothered me about the Mulder Skelly conversation is that she says she just like shits out so much information oh and none God. of it means anything. Yeah, she totally did. I guess like, okay, so let me see if I we can piece it together. Okay. She fine. says she says that the American government took those Japanese guys, a scientist, back during yeah. World War II, but then they really started doing experimentation and the US government didn't know about it. But then they were making alien human hybrid. No, he says no aliens, right? Yeah, she. So Mulder's being like convinced that there are alien human hybrids, or he's just like decided that on its own, and the guy is like not telling him otherwise. Yeah. Whereas Scully's being told a story that does not involve alien human hybrids, and it just involves um, the scientist experimenting on people who have Hansen's disease. Yeah, yeah. And but who talks about like? Who talks about them surviving nuclear bombs in Star Wars? That's, yeah, that's the NSA guy. So Dennis Hopper's like, what they're doing is they're making a human that survives bombs and also the latest George Lucas film. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, 
Yeah. Well, and like, okay, you know history, right? I mean, I guess. Was Star Wars, like, I thought it was a defense program. <laughs> it was. Well, okay. It was lasers in space? Yeah. So the concept was, like, if a missile was going over the North Pole, like, they'd be able to shoot it before it hit the U.S. In okay, the so how important is it that we have soldiers that are immune to Star Wars? Well, what if the lasers missed? The bombs. And then... And they- Okay. Hit the ground. The bombs hit the ground or the lasers hit no, the ground? No, the lasers. Well, fuck me. I don't know. Right? Like that, that's why you got to be impervious to that shit. Oh, boy. I mean, I don't trust Ronald Reagan, the ghost of or the real guy, to calculate how <laughs> to hit a nuclear weapon in the air with a laser. I just was so confused because it's like this doesn't even make sense for like what you're saying let alone whether if you're making like a, a star wars film goof no 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 ronald reagan was the person who no i no. know he was but it's not a goof that's actually what star wars was i know but it doesn't oh. make sense to try to engineer a super soldier that's immune to lasers <laughs> from space it's i know it's stupid <laughs> Guys, the lasers aren't even aimed at soldiers; they're aimed at missiles. <laughs> Make a fucking missile that's impervious to oh, Star Wars. Oh, you boners! Wait, no, wait, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. They would sell these aliens to the Russian. No, hold on. They would sell these aliens to the Russians, and they'll strap the aliens on the missiles. So Just when the laser, <laughs> like a net. Like a like a suit of armor, an alien suit of armor, and so when the missiles go in the air and the lasers hit them, they just bounce right off. Cordy, there's nothing more that I want than to have a sit down with these writers and just have like an honest conversation about like, so, Star Wars, you thought, well, just throw those buzzwords in there, you know, something that happened, involved defending uh, America, probably important. But uh, maybe what were you thinking, Scott? But maybe it really was just the movies. Yeah, maybe it was just the movies. They're trying to defeat the force. That alien <laughs> cannot be affected by midichlorians. <laughs> like, when was the first bad Star Wars movie? When did it come out? Oh, like 2001? The answer is the first movie, oh, the 70s. That was the joke. Episode 4. Okay. <laughs> oh. Now I like Star Wars and you're making a fool of me. <laughs> No, so wait, when was the bad one? What was in 2008? Oh, I think it was 2001, wasn't it? Oh, 2001. So they saw it coming. They have yeah. to have aliens to, to steal defeat Jar Jar Yes. <laughs> okay. Just, wait, wait, got it, got it. I know. So we as the public would. <laughs> okay. Would buy an alien uh-huh. to strap them to our body. <laughs> so when we go into the IMAX to enjoy the Phantom Menace, we're not affected by the bullshit. It just bounces, <laughs> just right, bounces off of right off us. <laughs> we're like, Jar Jar, who? I really enjoyed all the parts of this film. <laughs> Those aliens are super useful. <laughs> God damn it. Would we like skin them and make them like into Snuggies? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just like a one- onesie. 
I'm upset. I'm really upset like too. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. I don't understand your reference. Can I? That's fine. Can I mention a line that um, Mulder says? Yeah. Uh, where he's aiming the. He, oh yes. Oh yes. He's aiming the gun at the agent, and he says, "Uh, well, we're both gonna die, but you can die really slowly." You know, as an NSA agent, that the slowest way to die is to be shot in the stomach. And you know what? When I'm nervous, I aim a little low. <laughs> you know what that means? He's gonna shoot your dick off! <laughs> gonna shoot your dick clean off! <laughs> so stupid! Guys, <laughs> this is the same episode with alien mass murder. Yeah! Like, what the fuck? Come on! Anyway. Um... Oh, so Mulder fucking talks to our sweet train boy, and yep. somehow our train boy, even though he's not a conductor and doesn't work on the train, he makes it so the the car that the Dennis Hopper and Mulder on are yeah. separated from the train. And can I just say, the guy that gets off the train in like his little parka and pulls the <laughs> switch, I yeah. fucking laughed so hard. <laughs> I laughed and clapped at this man. Yeah, he's really good. He was just like walking over and just pulled the switch. What a dumb fuck. He, I think he's the uh, background character of the day. I loved him. Yeah, I loved him too. I gave him my full heart. That's true, because you can't really say the conductor's a background character, so I no, think that no. guy is my pick. Definitely, definitely. Um, so Scully's like, calls Mulder again, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I told you we would get a fucking bomb squad and you fucking have to be a hero. Well, now Scully's got to clean up your mess. Yep. So Scully goes to Mulder's apartment and, may I say, takes out his little black book mm -hmm. and thumbs through it to call some daddies. His daddy book. And so he calls number one uh, Sugar Daddy, Senator yep. Sugar Daddy. No luck. And no luck. And he, she also makes the X. She makes the X in the window. Yeah. And so Daddy Double Tap is like, <gasps> my baby, my baby child. And so actually, this was a really cool part. This this part was actually I really enjoyed. Do you know cool. what? Do you know what part I'm talking about? I do know what part you're talking about. Do you want to talk about it? Uh, what if I don't know what part you're talking about? <laughs> Did you lie to me? Is it? If I think it's the part where Daddy comes for him, is it? Oh yeah, it's the part where Daddy comes okay. for him. Okay, for him. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay, so Scully watches the video of the autopsy and she tells Mulder the code to get out. And then, um, just as he's getting out, the NSA agent stabs him with a scalpel and he like falls down. And then the NSA agent's like, <laughs> yeah. um, and then guess who comes from Mulder all slow and cool like everything in me every part of my body yeah including like the very sensitive parts <laughs> wished wished that this was the skin man oh yeah that would have been really would good would that not have been oh oh so good if that would have happened you would have heard my screams from Burnaby yeah cause it yeah and then I would have heard your screams like five minutes later because we were like five minutes apart. <laughs> yeah, you would have heard my sweet release. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh boy, are but, you just uh, jacking no, it right was, now? Is that what's happening? It was Daddy Double Tap, and uh, was that Daddy was Double just it, it, almost as good. Uh, but okay, but you do have to admit, Daddy Double Tap with his sweet baby. Just slung over his shoulder oh, as the train yeah. explodes. It was very good. It was very good. Daddy came for him. 
Daddy came. Daddy came. For him. For him. I can't believe this is the same episode with the alien holocaust. Fuck! Right? I keep forgetting. <laughs> it keeps being terrible. Uh, 12.05, never forget. Yeah. Oh, my it's God. December 5th is when we're recording and you should never forget about never how bad Chris, Chris Carter is. Anyway, that's the end. Yeah, well, and then there's a quick scene where we see that the, the um, uh, Mulder gets, or uh, Scully gets the briefcase of the Japanese scientist, um, but it's not really the, the his briefcase, and then we see that he is, uh, is that that's him, right? Who? With um, the ghost of Ronald Reagan? Uh, no, I just think it's another Japanese guy. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Maybe another, really... you know, our Japanese president. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the president know. club with Ronald Reagan. Um, yeah, man. so we see Ronald Reagan just smoking a cig and being like, I'm so evil. Okay, I don't mean to rush things, but my mm-hmm. computer says I have only 65 hours and 16 minutes of recording time left. So we better hurry it along. <laughs> Well, let's rate this biatch. Okay, I rate on a spooky scale. Uh, Five is I can't sleep at night, and one is I need to take a nap. This actually, the imagery didn't spook me, mm-hmm. but it it made me physically revolt. Re- revolted. Yeah. So, like, I don't even know how to rate that. Like, a 3.5 is fair? I think that's fair. Like if I close my eyes and I, I it kind of reminisces of you, mass um, graves. Like it gives you a visceral reaction, yes, which is yes. like being spooked. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, what did you rate it? Uh, I rate on a rage scale. It goes from one um, to Excelsis Day. Yeah, I'm gonna give this a big old Laterino. Eight. Yeah, eight. That's pretty good. I mean. God, we've been on like a series of eights, haven't we? We've been on some eights and nines lately, I tell you. Well, hopefully the next episode will be be better. Yeah. Um, Allison. Yes. Do you have some hot science facts? Well, I don't have science facts. I have a history tale. Well, but hmm, what segment is this going to be under? Facts. Science facts. Facts. Thank you. I said that. uh, Here's the theme song. Just sit down, friends, and learn a thing, cause science makes our brain cells sing. I'll try to keep myself intact, nothing makes me harder than facts. Hard facts! Okay, in- inform me. Okay, um, so I am going to tell you a little bit of history, and I'll also tell you a little bit about um, Hansen's disease. Good. Um, because obviously Chris Carter has taught us nothing about yeah. either one of those. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. So here's the thing about Hansen's disease, uh, or as it used to be and is also known, leprosy. Um, it's uh, an infectious disease. Um, yeah. But you know how, like, um, when you step on a rock and you uh, rip open the skin in your foot, uh, and if you don't do anything about that, it can become infected? So Hansen's disease is kind of like if no matter what you did, any cut on your body uh, became infected. Oh. Without question. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's similar. It's kind of similar to diabetes in that way. I guess. In what way? Wait. Well, because with with 
diabetes, you you lose the feelings in your extremities. Oh. Um, and so you don't notice when you've got a cut or a bruise or a scrape and it can become infected. Um, so it's, it's kind of similar in that way um, where, you know, infections can kind of start up and, and you don't realize it. Um, and at that point it becomes more difficult to treat um, because it's largely treatable these days. Uh, we don't really have what we used to have that were known as like uh, leper colonies. Yeah. Um, but basically this was a, a place where people with this disease would be taken to and kept um, and treated uh, because it was such an infectious disease. And can you tell us about the one in BC? Yeah. Okay. So we actually had what is uh, called a leper colony, but it's um, that's kind of a fancy term for what it really was. Yes. Um, so there's an island off the coast of, of Vancouver Island, just off the coast of um, uh, the part of it that we know as Sydney. Yeah. Um, and it is called Darcy Island. Uh, and back in um, the 1890s, uh, there was a large population in Victoria of um, uh, Chinese people who had come as railway laborers. And they lived along Johnson Street. Um, and that was quite a slum, if you will, yes. um, in that they, you know, their pay was not very good. It was hard to find proper housing. Um, and also their racism was rampant. So, you know, the wealthy people who lived there didn't really care. Um, so of course, in conditions like that, there was an outbreak of leprosy. Uh, and what they did with those five individuals who contracted leprosy was they took them to Darcy Island. And they just kind of left them there. Oh, and like, okay, with no help, with no supplies, with no nothing? Uh, nope, they got a supply ship every three months, oh. bringing food, clothing, opium, and coffins. Uh, oh, well, I mean, that's something. Yeah, Boy. um, I'm reading a, a website right now for reference, it's called mysteriesofcanada.com. And we'll link that um, in our Facebook, just look at, uh, spelled out, double X files. Yes, we will. Um, and uh, it says, although medical officers condemned the conditions, nothing was done. Um, probably due to, like, inherent institutionalized yep, racism. Probably. Uh, so, yeah, you know what? All of this history in this episode, the, the leper colony thing kind of gets pushed aside, but that is also a horrible part of our history. Yes, it absolutely so, is. So, like, fuck you, Chris Carter. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I just don't, I don't, I know history is not as important to some people, but to me, it's really and important. And also to me, because <laughs> it's my yeah. job. So it's hard, it's hard to see things that are like so serious and important and heavy and, and uh, have modern day repercussions um, kind of made into a fantasy. I know you're not feeling so great about this episode, Allison. So, um. Yeah. Uh, can you just look at our chat window and can you like <laughs> open up that? Oh, just open up that link and um. <laughs> can you, can you just read? Just you don't have to. I mean, you can look at the pictures. But <laughs> can you just read the the title to that? Okay. This is a, an article from theguardian.com, <laughs> and the title is. Why must I expose my kids to all these sexy trains? How the world will react to the new Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> it's just like regular Thomas, but they all got boobs. 
I've been saving that one the whole episode. Oh my god. Does that make you feel better? There's descriptions of his new friends, and it says Vinny is a Canadian train with a tough demeanor and competitive drive that often gets the better of him. And then it says, think piece, why Vinny the engine has no place in Trudeau's liberal Canada. (laughs) Uh, There is a Chinese engine named Yongbao. This is a gift. It says Yongbao is based on a Chinese railway RM class 462 Pacific, built between 1958 and 1966. Think piece. Baby boomers ruined everything, and now they're ruining Wait, I have a question for you. Is Vinny the Canadian train super sexy? I don't, they don't have a picture. Is Vinny super? No, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, they don't have a picture. Let me tell you, Yongbao fucking, like, he can run a train on me all night. I don't know about Raul from Brazil. I don't think he's he's my thing. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll link this. We'll link. Oh shit! What? Did you see Ashima from India? Oh shit, girl, girl. Fuck. That's a toy train. Why are all the okay, Allison? Why are all these trains <laughs> sexy though? I don't know. <laughs> Thank you so much for this You're beautiful welcome. gift. We will post this okay. to our website, to our Facebook, so that everyone else can experience this beautiful <laughs> gift with us. Let's. This made me feel so much better. Let's do predictions now. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Okay. Um, So it is your turn to predict. It sure is. And the title of the next episode, uh, season three, episode 11, is Revelations. Oh, is that a Bible thing? Um, possibly. I don't know. Uh, okay. Well, so it's not going to have anything to do with anything else. With anything that we have experienced in these last two episodes. Oh, you correct? think it's a it's a standalone? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. They can't have a three parter. That's crazy. No, that is crazy. I agree. Um, and they can't do aliens because we've done alien like we fucking saw a bunch of aliens die. So aliens are overdone. Mm-hmm. So revelations. Uh I just can't think with these sexy trains looking at me. <laughs> Uh, who could? Who could? Raul, what are you doing? Um, so Raul, stop! Right? Uh, so I think Revelations is like New Testament stuff. Okay, I don't know. I'm making, I don't know. I'm making I don't know broad generalizations. About the Bible, so you're gonna have to. I'm just fucking dicking around. Okay. Okay. Let's say apocalypse. Okay. Okay. Let's say that. Let's say apocalypse. apocalypse. So this is a canned episode that basically is the plot to Supernatural. Oh. I thought you were going to say to what? Uh like, oh, What's that um that movie with uh it has Nicolas Cage? Uh ooh. I live you note that nicholas cage so wasn't in the- what oh god Allison. You bit- what? It, it, it was called armageddon oh and nicholas cage was not in that movie 
Oh, okay. Uh, I believe Bruce Willis and my heartthrob Chris O'Donnell was in that movie. Oh, Chris O'Donnell, shit. And uh, also number three, Steve Buscemi was in that movie. <laughs> Fuck. I love Steve Buscemi. Now I kind of just want this episode to be, <laughs> be the plot to Armageddon. That would be good. Uh, I've never seen it. Well, it's about oil rig guys who go up to destroy a asteroid because if they don't destroy it, it'll blow up the earth. Why oil rig guys? Because they're good at drilling. <laughs> no, seriously, that's the plot. I'm serious. That's that's it. That's the plot. God, I want it to be about that though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please just watch Armageddon tonight. It's on Netflix. Okay. Okay. Uh Okay, this is... I'm just going to stick with my guts. It's going to okay. be the plot to Supernatural. Okay. Only instead of two brothers, it's Mulder and Scully. Okay. And they are opening up the the apocalypse. Something is opening up the apocalypse. They got to stop it. Okay. Done. So it's just like... Yeah, just like Supernatural. Just like Supernatural. Only a lot less sexism or more sexism. I'm not sure. And a lot less sexual tension. Uh, what is with you and incest tonight, dude? <laughs> My dude? Like, I don't know. This is what happens when I leave you by yourself. Yeah. Okay. It really is. God. Come back, please. <laughs> I miss you, Allison. I miss you. Allison, I, I miss you so Allison, much. Allison, I miss you. All I have are these sexy trains, Allison. I miss you. <laughs> Just picture my face on one of those trains. <laughs> you know I'm going to Photoshop that now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Look for that on our Twitter page and our Facebook page, Double X Files. On our Tumblr, fuck yeah, Double X Files. And if you want the really good Photoshop of Allison's face on a train's body, please uh, email at us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. Ask me real nicely and I'll probably send you a bunch. <laughs> um, and if you want to talk about how great our train photoshops are and you want to really commend us on those um, you can go to iTunes and uh, rate and review our podcast because it just oh, really makes us happy and we'd like that thank you I would love just someone to write a review five star review talking about how we talk about sexy trains and just be really just really throw everyone else for a loop that would be fun that'd be it? good that'd be good that'd be a good goof that'd be really good Okay, Allison, uh, it's weird because I'm going to hang up now and then I like, I feel like you're, it's, I'm so lonely. Well, let's do our sign off first and then we'll be lonely. Okay. Well, no, we'll always have Raul the train. Well, yes, we'll always have our boy Raul. <laughs> okay, until next time, the, the truth, truth is, is out, out there. there. Oof. Why are those trains so sexy, though? Oh, boy.